I, when I was 16, got my truck stuck in a farmer's field so deep, I couldn't open up the door barely. (laughs) Hope Talk, a PCM podcast. And so here we are on the Hope Talk podcast. Joshua Rhett Canopy. Did I say that right? (laughs) Canipe? Canipe. Canipe. Joshua Rhett Canipe, otherwise known as Rhett Walker. There I am. Good morning. Good morning. Where'd the walker come from, if that's not in your real name? Well, we, I was just thought it sounded cool. Honestly, I don't, there's not a better reason. Um, but the reason we had to go with Walker was because people did what you just did. Yeah. I mean, my whole life it was, uh, Rhett, can I pee come to? Uh, and so I was like, yeah. oh, man. So Blaine Barkas at the label was like, we got to change that. <laughs> so I gave them three options Rhett Curtis Chapman, Rhett W. Smith, yeah. or Rhett Walker. Yeah, I guess they picked that one. And they picked that one. Yeah. I, was, I just thought it we could sell a lot more records. Record label. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. With well, the last name Goki. It's oh, yeah. slaughtered everywhere in the world. I used yep. to make fun of Danny Goki because I thought, dude, you don't even spell your name the right way. <laughs> but I never hear his name mispronounced. It's That's always right. my name. So uh, you and I actually have a real life connection besides having hard last names to say. Yes. Um, Chattanooga Beard Company uh-huh. is you're a customer of, and yes. one of the owners was in my youth group. I was his youth Which pastor. Which is so crazy. So, I know. Any beard tips for those that may be listening? Uh, well, I would say stick with it because right now is the hard time. As you can see, they can't. I've shaved down a little bit because it is so hot outside. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you got to stick with it. I was just thankful that when I trimmed up, my wife still liked me because <laughs> it's not often she gets to see the lower half of my face. So, yeah. yeah. But she didn't run away. So, so the whole time you and April have been married, you've had a beard? Yes. I've never been clean shaven. So. I actually, my, my oldest two, Riley and Jet, they're like, Dad, you need to shave all the way down and let's see like what your face actually looks like. And I was like, I don't know. Because I, when I shave like my face really, really trimmed, yeah. I, I look 12. <laughs> so, you know, I need to, I don't know. I don't How old were you when you first started shaving? Man, I had a mustache in eighth grade. Okay. And no one told me to shave it. <laughs> so really? I was just rolling around with a mustache in eighth grade. Like, <laughs> why? I mean, real mustache or like peach fuzz? No, like it was growing in, like real, like the real deal. Oh, my so, goodness. I guess maybe that was a style in South Carolina. Maybe. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> so what was it like for a young Rhett Walker growing up there as a preacher's kid in South Carolina? Man, I, I tell people all the time, it's it really is living life in a glass house. And, you know, I didn't help it. I didn't make it any easier because I was young and dumb and <laughs> and redneck, and it just is what it is. Um, but anything and everything I did as a kid was heightened, you know, because my dad was the pastor. Um, but I wouldn't trade that for the world because – I don't know if I'd be sitting here today if, if my life wouldn't have panned out the way it is because I knew grace, love, happiness, peace because my dad preached. Okay. I didn't know it because Rhett knew it. I knew it because he preached it. But then when I was 17 and my girlfriend was 18, she got pregnant. And that was the moment of, man, if I keep living selfish, like this is going nowhere. Yeah. you know, And so... I, I was like, well, there's got to be something to this grace, love, peace, happiness thing. Let's see. Dove in the word myself, realized if I take my eyes off myself and put it on Jesus, that's where there's actually a future. And so now I get to 
travel around and tell that story, which has nothing to do with me in April. It just has everything to do with how big of a God we serve. But, you know, being a PK for all the ones listening, they know it ain't easy because everybody just thinks you're always humble and quiet. (laughs) I've got three kids and I was blessed. I was blessed. God, in spite of me, God turned them out pretty good. So so at 17, is that when you say you gave your life to Christ? Yes, that's when I gave my life to the Lord. Um, That's when me and my wife said, we can't raise this kid without Jesus. Uh, We can't do a thing, anything without Jesus. And that is when I started singing. I never sang. I played drums. Uh, Well, I I say I played drums. I played drums, but I was also being a pastor's kid. I played whatever was needed because someone didn't show up on Sunday morning. It's like, ah, Rhett, you need to play bass. There's not a bass player today. (laughs) Um, But my wife, I was singing a Tim McGraw song on the way back from Gatlinburg, and she was like, you know, you can actually sing. And I was like, well, either she really loves me or maybe I can actually sing. And so um, never went back. Wow. And here I am today, just singing. <laughs> <laughs> so you swept her off her feet. Is that what it was at that point? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do you remember the first time, or the, maybe do you remember the last time or first time you got caught cutting church? Uh, yeah, I do. And it was a Wednesday night youth service, and I remember I my mom and dad were like, "All right, you know," I was hanging out with my girlfriend at the time, and. They said, meet us at church. We had dinner on Wednesdays before church. And I pulled in the parking lot to go in for the dinner, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. Because I had friends going somewhere else. So I skipped, and I went to my friend's house. My mom and dad somehow knew exactly where I was. (laughs) Skipped it, went there, and spilt mustard all over my white shirt. And I'd just gotten it, too. And that's when I was like, all right, God. So, hey, moral of the story skip church spill mustard yeah or That's don't eat I hot learned. dogs or, or don't eat, if you're gonna skip church yeah. kids don't eat stick with a ham sandwich <laughs> stick with something with no condiments <laughs> did, you, did you ever think that you were going to be adopted into the as an honorary member of the duck dynasty family <laughs> no that's you know that's just a weird thing of I, I believe god's a god of opportunities for those who have their eyes open and their ears perked you know and yeah they the season that just first season one just started and I sent a care package, and they sent me a care package. And what we, was in a care package that you sent to Duck Dynasty? Guys? I think it was like it was just RWB merch. So it was like hats and shirts. Yeah. And then they sent me back a bunch of Duck Commander stuff. And then we happened to be playing a show down there, and we're like, "Can we stop by and like see the warehouse?" You know. And so we did that, made connections, and you know, I now I've sang in some of their weddings and oh, wow. stayed down there and got you know frog gigging with them and just (laughs) on the golf course no not on the golf course we're actually like down in the bayou which is crazy because that was the first date i took my wife on frog gigging she's never been back but you know she married me um but she needs actual gigs in louisiana you have to use your hand oh man so we're on the end of this john boat and they're hitting uh alligators with like paddles keeping them back and it was, they got spotlight on the first one. They go, Rhett, you're up. I was like, well, now's not the time to wimp out. Like, I ain't yeah. going to, not with these boys in the boat. So I just dove. I went for it. I was like, Lord, please not, don't let there be an alligator in front of me. And I dove off. I got it, too. So wait a minute, you actually jump off the boat and get the frog? If or you, you can't get, you it? reach out and grab it, but you got to do it so fast, like you would a gig or they'll jump off. Yeah. And this one was further back. So I just had to go for it. Like, we can't get the boat up to us. So I just dove off sparkling eyes and everything out in the bayou. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, literally hitting them gators with a paddle. 
like to go home. But I had my Crocs on, so <laughs> I figured, like, you know, we we felt a connection with those Crocs. They were like, intimidated. They were. They're like, and, and mine were camo, too. Oh, there you so go. So it's like, hey, they don't want to mess with me. So did that, like, I mean, did that, like, raise the bar in, as far as the Robertson family with you? <laughs> Diving <laughs> off it for the first frog? Well, I got back on and I was like, all right, if you're man enough like I was, I already proved that. Don't have to do it again. <laughs> oh, so, who was in your boat? Um, Jace, his boy Reed, um, two of his friends, and then the guy that owned the boat that was taking us out. Wow. That's um, unreal. That's unreal. Okay, so I heard, and you kind of mentioned it, you rebelled uh, um, as a teen. You were a rebel. What would you say to parents today who may be experiencing a a spirited teenager? Let's just say that today. Yeah. Um, man, my parents were, were killer. They were really, really great. And I think that's why I didn't run from everything that they believed in and focused on. Yeah. Um, but they they gave me the opportunity to always speak freely. And it was never shut up because I told you so. It was always explained. Like, this ain't healthy for you. This yeah. ain't good for you. And then everything was brought back to, this don't honor God. Wow. And so I never felt like, I see it a lot of times in, in parents that talk to me. I don't know everything. I'm only 34, but I've been married for 17 years and got a 16 and a 14-year-old and an 8 and a 3-year-old. Um, but we've always just treated them like little adults. You know, they, they have big brains and they can think things out. They're just in tinier bodies. So we've oh, just yeah. always tried to always over speak about something. Yeah. My wife and I were younger, too, when we started our family. Not as young as you. Well, Amy was. Amy was as young as April was. Um, what did you guys learn, do you think, because you started your family so young, 34 years old today yeah. as a parent, 17 years? What do you think you learned through that process? Oh, man. I mean, I, I think we learned a lot of things the hard way. Um, working three jobs, trying to pay a rent. Um, which I was thinking about the other day, my rent for a two-bedroom apartment back in 2004 was 350 bucks a oh, month. Oh my goodness! I was like, oh my God, if I could pay 350 bucks a month, that would be awesome. <laughs> um, but we learned family. My family is incredibly close, as like me, my wife, and our four kids. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we just moved back home to Georgia, South Carolina area, and we're 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 more you know kind of secluded off even being around our family because that's all we've ever known yeah. you know when uh, the thing that also just to add fuel to the fire we left georgia uh, when we had been married for two years moved six and a half hours away had no help no nothing but it was honestly the best thing for us because it made us look to jesus and then look at ourselves and go how do we how do we do this? How do we take care of this family? So we fought through things together, we worked through things together, and then we chased dreams together. And so wow. I, you know, I think I wouldn't trade that for the world, man. Being yeah. able to you know, it's like we were saying early, you know, I missed Mother's Day and my son's birthday yesterday. But being able to like do this together, sure. we'll we'll celebrate that another day. Yeah. Because even though I'm the only one out here, me and this is me and April's yeah. dream. And God has placed this vision on both of our hearts, not just Rhett. And I, I think you got to do that together or you're living separate lives. Do you remember the last time you won an argument with your wife? I'm not even answering that question. <laughs> <laughs> Smart man. All right. So I'll get you out of that real quick. So your daughter is already 16 uh -huh. and your son, your oldest son is getting ready to start driving. Who yes. takes the lead on that? On so driving lessons? I, I was the, the driving instructor. Okay. Um, 
And so we, we, you know, we, we live in the neighborhood and we drove around and then we went to the church parking lot and we practiced. And it, when my daughter got her license, it was the most joyful anxiety I'd ever had because I was so happy for her to have her license, but I was so anxious, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, she's driving. Um, but she drives better than I do. Yeah. So, you know, as long as I told her, I said, have you ever seen like your great grandparents driving and like they're 80 she's like yeah i've seen them drive i was like that's how you drive and i was like if people get mad they can go around that's you right. you drive slow you trust your gut and you stay safe and so my son he's my boy and <laughs> i when i was 16 got my truck stuck in a farmer's field so deep i couldn't open up the door barely <laughs> and it had to stay there for a week because he wouldn't take a tractor out there because it, it would have sunk yeah and so i just remember driving by on the way to school my mom driving and seeing my truck out there in the field and now i'm having flashbacks as my son's like dad i drive next year and i'm like hopefully on the road and not in a farmer's field <laughs> now your daughter i recently saw on your facebook page where your daughter just broadened your uh, um your culinary palate if you will yeah you know the video i'm referring to i don't think so it has to do with the pizza which one pineapple on oh pizza. my gosh yes she did listen i apologize to anybody that's ever followed me on social media because i have bashed pineapple on pizza I've been like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why would anybody do that? We go to Mellow Mushroom the other night, and she wants this. I don't I can't remember the name of it, but she wants it. It's got pineapple and then all these meats and caramelized onions. Oh, yeah. And I was like, all right. You know, if I'm going to preach it, I got to try it. And I tried it, and it was an explosion of joy. <laughs> I, I don't know why. But I'm one of those people. Now, I am a pineapple on pizza person. There you go. Speaking <laughs> of explosion of joy, the new gospel, the new song, Gospel Song, Yeah, one of the most toe-tapping, hand-clapping songs on the radio right now. The first time I heard it, I thought, yeah, that's easy. That's definitely going to be an ad here on J103. Cool. What's your favorite gospel song of all time? Ooh, man, that is really, really tough because... I grew up on, you know, my first concert we were talking about on the bus earlier was Avalon and Clay Cross and a band opening named Sunday Drive. Wow. And they had a song called God is Believable, which I was I love. God is Believable. Um, massive fan of For Him, The Ride. Yeah. Um, but I'd have to say my favorite Between You and Me by DC Talk. Oh, there you go. I just think the melodies in that song, but I was a massive DC Talk fan. Like getting to getting to meet Toby for the first time in this <laughs> industry, I was like, please don't be dumb, Brett. Like you're an artist also. You're not a fan meeting him this time. Um, I mean, that was my twelfth birthday party, it was a DC Talk concert, Supernatural Tour. Oh, wow. And so then, you know, he was one of those guys that you you meet your heroes it's always you get scared and he was everything i hoped he would be he was kind and loves jesus and he's a rock star you know and so i, I would say between you and me by dc talks my my favorite gospel cool. song well rhett just like you explained what toby was to you it's incredible to know that you rhett walker are that way to others that are coming oh, up behind you that's i know so that's cool. heavy heavy shoes to fill big time so yeah as we finish up here in this real quick Hope Talk podcast, how can we pray for you and April and your kids? How can we minister to you right now? Um, honestly, just as I travel, 
to uh, not get in the way of myself, yeah. that it always points to Jesus. Um, we haven't traveled, as everybody knows, in a while. And so everything is piled into right now. Um, I will get home in a week. And so I've been gone since last week. And so everything's being piled, so it does get tiresome. And whenever you get tiresome for me, I get selfish, and now I just kind of recluse off because I'm tired, you know? And I get real hangry, like on Sundays after church. All I want is cheese dip. Move out of my way. Um, but So just pray that, that we don't get in the way of ourselves, that we always point to Jesus, because that's the only reason I'm out here. That's the reason I leave my family is to, to hopefully share the gospel with somebody. Let me pray with you. Yeah. Hey, God, I thank you so much for Rhett, and I thank you for April and for their family. And, Lord, I just pray you would continue to protect them and watch out for them. God, as he does, do his job, their ministry together apart from the family uh, for a lot of the time. I pray you would protect mm-hmm. that unity and that bond and that harmony, the family time that he has. And, God, when he is home, I pray that that time would just be so sweet and so productive yes. uh, as he leads his kids, shepherds his family, mm-hmm. and as he protects them. Be with April as she's holding mm-hmm. down the fort at home and taking care of those kids and god we just thank you for the way that you're using rhett on the road and as he is on the road god i pray that every single day he steps out of that bunk and puts his feet on the floor that you would help remind him of why he's there and what his purpose is that he's reflecting you thank you god for gospel song Mm -hmm. and lord i thank you for all the music and the ministry of rhett in your name we pray amen and thank god for j103 hope talk a pcm podcast